Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Brakes? We can save you 15% on that. We have OE quality Duralast brake pads and rotors in stock, ready for pickup or delivery. We also have calipers, brake fluid, tools, and anything else you'll need to do the job right. When you get Duralast pads and rotors together, you'll save 15%. It's just part of what makes us America's number one brakes destination. Get in zone, AutoZone. This is the Green Zone. Oh, my! He is the fattest man in the NFL! This is the Green Zone with Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds on VSEN, the sports betting network. Hour number seven of the Green Zone right here, presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds coming at you, and it's officially the sweat zone only in one game. That's it. Because right now, the Cardinals putting the finishing touches. Last we saw, it was Case Keenum for the Browns against Colt McCoy of the Cardinals, just as we all expected. Those two guys would be the quarterbacks at the end of the day. All Arizona here, 37-14, two-minute warning to go there. Right now, the Patriots have got a first down at about the Cowboy 16-yard line, it looks like, as this play continues. Nine minutes to go there with the Patriots down six. That's one of those ones where go down, go down, because he kept running and running and running, and then they can strip that ball loose, but uh, the ball carrier refusing to go down there. But now Patriots in the red zone, courtesy of Damian Harris. Now, again, it looks like there's still a lot of time left in Denver, but that game feels like, for all intents and purposes, it is over as the Raiders have taken control. Right now, let's go to Eric Edholm right now, watching the Cowboys and Patriots. Hey, Cowboys couldn't put him away, had to settle for three. And right now, that six-point lead, Eric, is looking quite precarious. Yeah, New England got their first two third-down conversions of the game. They were, they had been 0 for 5, now 2 for 7. Both of them on this drive, Damon Harris doing a great job. I'm watching out of the corner of my eyes. He runs out of bounds now, right about the Dallas 10-yard line or so. So there's about a little over eight minutes left. New England trailing 20-14 to 14 right now. Mac Jones has been solid, efficient, whatever you want to say. Got his rhythm going a little bit, much like he did in the second half against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. But you remember in that game, they came up a, a little, just a little bit short, weren't able to finish off the drive with anything but a field goal. So this is obviously touchdown uh, mentality here for New England as they trail by six points. But can they punch it in? We'll have to wait and see here as Dallas will have plenty of time uh, when they get the ball back, whatever happens on this possession. Okay, so third and five here. And to Eric's point, 7.45 to go. If they don't get this, I wonder if the hoodie would opt to kick the field goal. I know a lot of people that have the Patriots plus three and a hook would say, yeah, kick it, kick it, kick it. But, you know, sometimes that might not be the worst option because, mm-hmm. again, I know some people think, oh, kicking field goal is going to lose games. It's not necessarily fourth down territory because there's still 7.43 to go. Let's see what happens on this third Yeah, down. by the way, one time out left for New England, 7.43 left to go. They've had to burn a couple to get the plays right, and New England's going to get a reprieve here because they're going to have first and goal now. 
as the in-game line at BetMGM, minus 2.5 on the Cowboys, plus $1.15, minus 140 on New England, 47.5 the current in-game total. Okay, so let's go back out right now with that first and goal for the Patriots. We'll go back out to Chad Andrus watching the Broncos. And some signs of life here, Chad, for the Broncos. Down 21, I know, but there still is time as they try to get a score here to make it a two-score game. And it looks like uh, incomplete right now and second down coming up. But, Chad, really, the offense, it's been anemic all day for the Broncos. Yeah, same old story with the offense, but yet here we are at the 12-yard line waiting for the over to cash, right? Um, <laughs> so that, that's about all that's left in jeopardy of this one with a 31-10 Raiders lead. Broncos just went for it on fourth and eight, and Kendall Hinton made a really nice grab, uh, apparently, but when he was being tackled, Nate Hobbs rolled over the top and stole the ball away. It was ruled as an interception on the field, but after review, they gave it back to Hinton. So Broncos with possession here look like they have now cashed it in with a touchdown pass to Cortland Sutton. So that number is going to go over what it started at here, um, you know, at, at the uh, the 43. So with the touchdown here, uh, it's going to be extra point or two-point conversion pending. It's sitting now at 31-16 after Cortland Sutton takes this one in. All right, let's see if they go ahead and kick that extra point and try to make it a 14-point game. But, Chad, very quickly while we have you, I do want to ask about Thursday night here because the Broncos will have a quick turnaround to get ready for the Browns. We just watched the Browns lose to Arizona. They have all kinds of injury issues on their uh, of their own right here. Uh, what do you make of if this lead holds for the Raiders? It'd be two wounded animals colliding on Thursday night in kind of what would feel like must-win scenarios for both teams. Yeah, and the Broncos, like we mentioned earlier, three linebackers out to start this second half. So depending on what happens with those guys, I think would make a, a big difference in what you're looking at on Thursday night. But guys, what the Broncos have shown today, which is really, really scary, despite all the injuries on either side of the ball, they haven't been able to protect Teddy Bridgewater. The Raiders have gotten plenty of pressure, and I think that alone would be enough for the Browns at home on a short week because the Broncos' offense, despite now sitting on 17, right, it's still pretty anemic. And on a short week, I don't think they're going to do much in Cleveland. And to Chad's point, four sacks of Teddy B today, two and a half of them from Max Crosby, who's been kind of the revelation in terms of that pass rush for the Raiders. But 31-17, by the way, bringing up that Denver-Cleveland Thursday night game we're going to have, Cleveland was six on the look-ahead line. We'll see what it'll be adjusted at. Not a lot of prices being put up yet. And by the way, speaking of Cleveland, we are final score 37-14. Arizona gets it done, still 6-0. and Well, check in with Tank Williams in a minute, but right now we have a score and a lead change in New England to tell us all about it. Let's go back to Eric Edholm. Hey, Eric. That's right. We've got a touchdown in New England. This one by the Patriots. It's been a while. Ramondre Stevenson rumbles in from one yard out on second and goal. Right before that, Damian Harris, who had kind of helped brought, bring them down into the red zone with some hard running, some good plays. Uh, he left the game with an apparent injury, kind of limped off the field. So it's Stevenson, who was in the doghouse previously during the year, had a couple fumbles early in the season. New England now up 21-20. to 20. They only have that one timeout, as Wes mentioned earlier. Dallas gets the ball back, all three of their timeouts. So time not really an issue right here, but they've obviously got to get into scoring range. Against this New England defense, though, guys, that has been – Ravaged by injuries throughout the game. The depth has really, really been tested. I think there's a decent chance that Dak can move the ball, as he has pretty much all game. Dallas Cowboys have 24 first downs, almost 400 yards offense. And, uh, you know, that includes some drops and some missed opportunities, penalties and things that have taken good plays off the board. Yeah, but. the overs on life support, that's for sure. But maybe <laughs> yeah. it's it's back in play a little bit here, 41 total points right now. We expect more offense as this game but progresses. But for a Patriots backer like me, three points is just fine for the uh, Dallas Cowboys here. Obviously, a little bit less than six and a half to go. So let's see if uh, the Patriots can get a stop here. And uh, a look up. Kyler Murray, the MVP candidacy, is going to get more hot, oh, yes. obviously, after what we saw today. And Tank Williams is going to put a cap on this. Arizona 37-14. Yeah, I mean, if you look at it, it wasn't pretty the entire time, but when you look, when you walk away from the game, Kyler Murray has four touchdowns, Arizona runs away with the victory, and they look like the best team in the NFL. I mean, you've already spun it forward for the Browns with what they have in store next week on the short week against the Broncos. I'm looking two Thursdays from now where Kyler Murray has Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Ooh. Packers coming in on Thursday night. 
So that's the game I'm looking forward to. I mean, I feel like there have been a lot of doubters out there saying that Arizona is not legit. I think we can comfortably say that they're legit now, but now can they handle a guy, Aaron Rodgers, who's a former MVP, a guy that has a Super Bowl ring on his finger. And, you know, a lot of people think that still playing some of the best quarterback in the NFL right now. I think everyone's pinpointing that game to see what Arizona really has, even though they've already shown us today that they're a pretty damn good football team. All right, so they put uh, the, the, the Cardinals put the Browns to bed today. But, Tank, before we let you go, I want to ask you about Monday night's game here in specific, and that's the Bills against those Titans, of course, that you know very well. Uh, when you look at that game on paper, it feels like a mismatch when you see the Bills, what they bring offensively and defensively to the table. The Titans can move the football. They can score points. They haven't been able to stop a whole lot of people. What do you think they'd have to do Monday night to surprise some people if you wanted to back the Titans plus the six? See, this is a game where you have to focus on the kind of energy that both teams are bringing into it. So I feel like I was a little off last week when I was looking at that Bills-Kansas City Chiefs game because I felt like the Bills had a little wiggle room in the AFC East that they wouldn't come out that motivated. But Kansas City was the team that knocked them out of the playoffs last year, so that was that motivation. So what's motivating Buffalo against the Titans? Yo, they are still feeling the effects of that stiff arm <laughs> Derrick Henry put on Josh Norman. And if you notice the San Francisco 49ers injury report, Josh Norman is still dealing with the chest injury. Like, that's how vicious that was. <laughs> and so the Bills remember that. They're coming into that game with that kind of energy and understand that no matter what, they have to be able to stop that Tennessee Titans run game if they're going to come out with the win. And so on the flip side, you look at it where Tennessee wants to be able to establish the run and try to keep Josh Allen off the field because Tennessee has given up. Like, if you look at it from a fantasy perspective, Tennessee is like the friendliest defense to wide receivers. So Stephon Diggs has just been bowed up waiting to explode. Emmanuel Sanders has been getting off. Dawson Knox has been getting off. Josh Allen does what he wants with his arm and his leg. So that's a potent offense to try to slow down. So the only way Tennessee is going to be able to stay in this game is to try to slow the pace down with Derrick Henry and just grind out that clock because if Buffalo's defense continues to play well the way they have, ball up that run and try to put the onus on Ryan Tannehill, who hasn't been as hot as he has as he was last year, then that's when things get interesting because we know that Julio Jones is dealing with the hammy. A.J. Brown's dealing with the hammy. So the road to victory for Tennessee is playing through King Henry, and then Buffalo just needs to continue doing what they're doing. If they play sound defense, and Josh Allen just keeps doing what he does with his arm and his legs, and Buffalo, they're tough to beat. Yeah, absolutely. See how that one plays out. Tank, you do a great job for us here in the Green Zone. Follow him on Twitter, as I do, at TankWilliams13. Of course, check him out at Yahoo. Does a great job covering the NFL, as always. And if we're looking for the spot to fade Arizona, it might not be in Week 7 because they get the Houston Texans oh. coming in. Look ahead line was 14 and a half. Now we're already seeing it reprice 17 wow. big points laying to the Houston Texans, who obviously blew out 31 to 3 today in Indianapolis. The uh, Broncos had a chance to get a stop against the Raiders. They couldn't get it. So the Raiders still moving the ball up two scores right now. Eight minutes to go in regulation. They have a third and three now deep in Denver territory. Again, only need three here to make that a three score game. So I wonder if they play this close to the vest. It'll be a fourth down. I'm sure, assuming Carlson will come on for the field goal attempt here to make that a three-score game. The Cowboys have a first down inside New England territory. This one is the only game of consequence, both the uh, the total and the side still in play. Feels like it's going to be an underplay, but you just quite never know here. Let's see what happens with four and a half minutes to go. Don't go anywhere. We're not going anywhere. It's the green zone. It's sweat zone time for Cowboys and Patriots backers. Come back with us right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. 
Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Ready for all the action this NBA season with the VEASAN basketball betting experts. Grab your copy of the VEASAN Pro Basketball Betting Guide now with strategies, predictions, and best bets to stay ahead of the odds makers. Our hoop experts, including Jonathan Von Tobel, provide strategy and advice, as well as predictions for conference winners, win totals, playoff teams, and player awards. This digital guide is a must-have, so give yourself a betting edge this season and get your copy now for only $9.99 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Back here in the green zone, and the Dallas Cowboys just missed a golden opportunity to take the lead as Greg Zerline misses from 51 yards away. Yeah. It was fourth and one. I do not understand why Mike Montgomery. You're, you're finally, you're, you're getting on our level here, Dave, with Mike McCarthy. Oh, trust An you me. I've been on that level for quite some time. Miserable decision on fourth and one to try to kick it from 51 yards as a guy sitting on Patriots plus the points. I'm like, please kick, please kick, please kick. And they do. So now Dallas is going to take their first time out. New England basically needs a first down because, of course, there is still the two-minute warning. Dallas still has two timeouts. So New England trying to get a first down and obviously running the ball. They're probably not going to take any chances. Haven't really done so all day today. Well, from the first drive of the game when Mike McCarthy went for it on his own 30-something yard line and gave the Patriots a short field for that first touchdown, Mike McCarthy has not uh, cloaked himself in glory today. This is not... Uh, has not been a well-coached game at all. And again, the Cowboys statistically have been dominating pretty much. And again, Dak Prescott with the ball at the one-yard line. We remember that in the first half. So they have figured out ways to try to lose this football game if it holds two and a half minutes to go. I think like kicking the field goal is actually the worst option there. Even worse than freaking punting the football, if you could believe that. But you should have went for it fourth and one, averaging six and a half yards it's, play. It just kind of blows the mind, but that's what happens with Mike McCarthy sometimes. And you have to try to win football games sometimes in spite of Mike McCarthy. And this happens now not just in Dallas. Now does the hoodie let Mac Jones try to four, throw for it? And now there's a flag delay of game. So now second and 15. Dallas, of course, has stopped the clock here at 236. So, you know, how much do you let your rookie try to win this Gotta for you got to get a first here? down if you're New England or else this thing is not over yet. It is all but over in Denver. Let's go back out to Chad Andrus. And Chad, a pick there. Of Teddy Bridgewater effectively ends the game here, but the game was kind of out of reach even before that desperation throw, right? Yeah, 34-17, still seven minutes left, and, you know, trying for the Teddy Two Gloves miracle throwing keep there. He's picked off by Trevon Morig. Uh, just an outright disaster at home today for Denver in a must-win game after dropping two in a row following a 
start a 500 team facing week going to Cleveland. But the Raiders, a lot of people thought they would be canonized after what happened this week, and that is clearly the case. Certainly inspired the offensive side of the because 34 points are pretty easy. Today they're going to cruise. All right, thank you very much to Chad Andrews. Obviously having some uh, uh, connection issues there. Does a great job calling games there in Denver. You can follow Chad as we do on Twitter at Chad Andrews. We have a score change, we have a turnover, and we have a lead change in New England. We'll get Eric Edholm back on the horn here, but Trayvon Diggs uh, just keeps doing it each and every week. And you would ask the question before we went to Chad, how careful do they want to be with Mac Jones? They rolled the dice after a bad uh, delay of game penalty, made this a, a throwing scenario, and Eric at home rejoins us now. Eric, Trayvon Diggs, what else can you say about this kid? Unbelievable. Another interception. He'd been quiet all game, really hadn't heard his name being called. They call for Mac Jones to throw the ball on second and 15. Pass is not great. It was a little bit out in front of Kendrick Bourne. Ball deflects off of Bourne's hands right into Diggs. He runs it back 42 yards for the score. They are currently up 26-21, to 21, pending the extra point, and they are going for two right now as the Cowboys do a little shovel pass to Tony Pollard. Doesn't look like he's going to get in, nope. although the Patriots are. Yeah, no, he's been stopped now. So 26-21, Patriots now get the ball back down as opposed to with the lead of, uh, just a moment ago. This is Mac Jones's time. The offense has been really scattershot today, up and down. The the uh, the two turnovers by Jones, one interception, one fumble. But credit Trayvon Diggs for coming through with a huge <laughs> play when Dallas absolutely had to have it. Well, again, you know, with the relation to Steph Diggs, he's got great hands playing defensive back. To your point, Eric, it was not the best of throws, but it did go through the hands. And there is number seven, Johnny on the spot, and then brings it back for the pick six. It's absolutely historic. Again, seven INTs in the first six games. That's only been done one other time in the history of the NFL since 1970. Some guy named Rod Woodson, who's uh, who I don't know if you guys realize, was pretty darn good and is in Canton, Ohio right now in the Pro Football credit, Hall of Fame. Credit Diggs, and he's going to be the defensive player. You're certainly the favorite, My goodness. at least going forward. But. Horrible throw by Mac Jones, yep. and now there went my chance to cover this game. I know there's 227, but boy, based on that offense, and you do have one timeout and a two-minute warning, two-point conversion, no good, but Mike McCarthy's got the golden horseshoe Ooh. right firmly planted up his tuchus and took it out and beat us New England backers over the head with it here because Not now 26-21, all the New England bets, even at the best number of four and a half earlier this week, are no good. Yeah, they're all in, in jeopardy right now. But again, 227 to go. New England has the benefit of the two-minute warning and a timeout. And again, that's why I said the over wasn't necessarily dead, which also looked like it was going to be a dead under. But let's see what New England can do in this last drive because crazier things have happened plenty of time. Let's just yeah. see if they can mount any offense, but they might I, not want to throw gonna it I'm going to make it a minus 1,000 that – New England's not going to score here. Okay, so. they're going to need a touchdown, obviously. Uh, by the way, it is not over in Denver as of yet. Four minutes to go, but 34-17 with the Raiders firmly in control there. But just Trayvon Diggs, it is it is astounding as a Cowboy backer to watch him, the way he's changed this defense. And again, they give up yards. But Trayvon Diggs, specifically with those seven picks, uh, that's the reason why they're winning some of these football games, potentially why they might win this football yeah. game today in New England. You just cannot count on that each and every week. But right now, as I mentioned, yeah, the Patriots I, are going to score a touchdown. Yeah, it's not minus 1,000 anymore. Are you, oh, you're you kidding are so me. dead in the dumps there, Wes. And I'm trying to tell you, are there's you still plenty me? of time in this football game for the over to possibly cash and your New England tickets to possibly, possibly cash. And guess who they beat? Trayvon Diggs. I, I felt like uh, Ralph Wiggum on you the were, Simpsons were, getting his yeah, heart I was ripped like, out I was like, by Wes, Lisa Simpson. What are you Simpson? talking about here? Let's hold it here a second because this game is far from over and still not over if you have Patriot money here. But right now, Mac Jones goes right up top. Eric Edholm, we got a busted coverage Whoa. and we got a touchdown. Looked like we had a single high safety, guys. I'm watching the uh, play as it goes as it went on right there. Diggs was in coverage, but whoever the deep safety was tried to go for the gut ball, tried to make a play. Mac Jones going deep on the post route to uh, Kedrick Bourne, who was the guy who was. You know, whose uh, hands were on that interception by Trayvon Diggs just a play before offensively. So uh, an unbelievable uh, shift of, uh, of the tides here. New England now up 26 to 27, and now they will go up for two. There are two minutes and 11 seconds left in this game. 
What a flurry. The last couple of plays, the Diggs uh, pick six, and now the Kendrick Bourne 75-yard touchdown as Mac Jones finds Jacoby Myers on the two-point conversion. It is good. It is good. Mm -hmm. So now it is 29-26. Were you saying something about the over a minute ago, Dave? I thought I heard something about that. I was that. trying to tell people. Wes was saying over here, everything's so I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a second here. That over is still very much in play. And as I mentioned, when it got to 21-20, crazier things have happened here to get these late overs. And we just had three touchdowns scored in bang, bang, bang. And that's the way this happens. That game is officially over and now. As a, and as a New England backer, I really wanted them to miss that two-point conversion because I do not want... Now the Cowboys get a touchdown. They obviously cover the game, but I would have rather that been a one-point game. Dallas goes and gets a Greg Zerline field goal and win by two, but now overtime is in play. Dallas, keep in mind, does have two timeouts and the two-minute warning. This is a long way from over three touchdowns in the last 412, two touchdowns in the last 16 seconds. If you had the under here, that is a, that is a uh, kick in the... Uh, Lower region, shall and we say. And that's exactly why I was bringing up that point, because it's never dead, even though it felt dead. And again, the over does hit now. Now let's see, again, the the uh, the, the side money with the total already being decided, what's going to happen here. Because again, the Patriots with that three-point lead, still two minutes and 11 seconds, a two-minute warning. The Cowboys have two timeouts, so still plenty of time for the Cowboys to go down. And depending on what line you got, this is still very much in jeopardy if you got it at four or if you got it at three and a half, plus you talk a lot about getting the best number. So depending on which number you got, things are still very in pocket, much in pocket, I should be good. In the contest, maybe not so much. Just got three and a half. Okay, so let's see what happens here. The Cowboys look like they got it about their own 30 with two minutes and five seconds to go in the absolute wildest fourth quarter so far of the day. We'll see how this plays out. But again, it was interesting, and Eric laid it out there perfectly. Trayvon Diggs had help over the top. He actually gave up on the route. It wasn't like Diggs was beaten, but he gave it up to the safety help, and the safety went for the football instead of playing the man, and then when you get neither, you give up the 75-yard touchdown, and that's called a blown coverage in the NFL. So, again, we're going to push, push the good doctor, Terrell Julian, to later on in this program, in this hour, because we have drama going on right now in New England, so we'll keep our eyes and ears there. So we're going to have uh, Dr. Julian at 4.45 Pacific time in about 20 minutes. My goodness. Get your breath. It's not over. It's not over for the Patriots, and it's not over for the Cowboys. We'll tell you when it's over. When you come back with us right here in the Green Zone, it's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Presented by BetMGM, Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds. It is a full-time sweat right now. The sweat zone is real. It is upon us in New England. 38 seconds to go in regulation with the Patriots holding on to a 29-26 lead. Again, the over has already cashed. But right now, the side's very much in play. The Cowboys have two timeouts. They've got a second and 10. They're on the range of Greg DeLegg's range. But we just saw Greg Zerline miss a 51-yarder here. Uh, so we'll keep an eye on that. Meanwhile, in Denver, a late touchdown there. No true significance there, but the Broncos have closed within 10, three minutes to go in regulation, 34-24. But again, all the drama right now in New England as the Cowboys are at the 40-yard line. They're trying a deep shot here. And Dak Prescott, it's incomplete as he goes up top. Uh, and right now, they're going to need about five yeah. more yards just to be in Greg Zerline. Jack range. has not been sacked all afternoon. I don't anticipate one is coming here because, look, uh, tired pass rush. And you see that at the end of these games. There is a flag. I think it might be a holding against Dallas, and we shall see. Uh, well, well, it's he, a hold, he but didn't say which side. Here. Who's it on, guy? Well, it might be against Dallas, and I think what the Patriots – are going to figure out as to whether or not they want to accept to it. To make it assume. third and 10. Right. Uh, third and 10 if they decline or from second the 40-yard line, or do they go second and 20? 31 seconds left to go, by the way. Dallas does have two timeouts. So, uh, Let's go back see. out to Eric at home. And Eric, again, this has been as crazy a fourth quarter as we can see. The holding call is against Dallas, and it looks like they're going to accept the penalty. They 
they declined the penalty. So it's now, I believe, I can't understand what the officials are doing because they're making all kinds of different, it's almost like uh, Australian rules. Yeah. Oh uh, right? like, what, what are we doing here, boys? Is it accepted or not? <laughs> Eric, it looks like they've declined the penalty and it'll be third and 10 for the Cowboys. Yeah, it, it, there, there may have been a second penalty on, the game, on the, that same play. Do, uh, correct me if I'm wrong on that. There, it looked like one of them was declined, one of them accepted. I'm not sure about that. Because there was a hold. That's really the... Yeah, they did call a hold on Connor Williams. He kind of reached around and grabbed the jersey of, of 55 for the Patriots. So uh, basically, oh, unsportsmanlike conduct was wow. called. That's right. The holding on Connor Williams was declined. The unsportsmanlike mm-hmm. conduct, 15 yards. Unbelievable. So, guys, now they're sitting back at their own 45-yard line. They were in field goal yeah. range. So it is now second and 25. Belichick going for the field position over the fewer downs there. So. Obviously, the 15 yards you're probably going to take it in that situation. 31 seconds left, second and 25 right now um, as the Cowboys continue to try to get back into field goal range to try to tie this thing or possibly take the lead if they can hit on a couple big plays. Well, you know what was interesting too, Eric, is the Cowboys were in in no rush in in the final minute here uh, under the two-minute warning after the Patriots had taken the lead, and that could come back back to bite them a little bit because they have two timeouts, but boy, you know, you you wonder if they're going to have, they're going to need the the down in distance now more so than than the time. Let's see if they can get uh, somehow a third and 25 and or maybe a chunk here and get to fourth down, but Dak's going to go for all of it. And it looks like they're going to have a fourth and one now as he hits CD Lamb over the middle. So again, they should use a timeout here to reset because it's going to be fourth and one and they are going to take that timeout now, 24 seconds to go. So Eric, let's, let's play coaches here, gentlemen. What do you do if you're Mike McCarthy? We just missed a 51-yarder if you're Greg Zerline. You almost have the identical situation. What do you do, Eric? Yeah, the story of this game has been fourth and short, right? McCarthy passed up the uh, opportunity to go for it. They ended up kicking the field goal or trying to kick the field goal. Greg Zerline pushes it to the left earlier a couple possessions ago. So, yeah, right now CD makes this great catch. It's a long yard, or, but I think they, you know, would, would sit there and They're say. They're going to kick yeah, it. Yeah, 48-yarder coming kick it here field for Zerline. Goal. This is absolutely yep. insanity, gentlemen. Again, I, I would have gone for it the first time. I can understand McCarthy's rationale here because, again, as the first time when they when they missed the field goal, it didn't necessarily cost you the game. If you missed it here, it would cost you the game. So they're going to try Greg Zerline. I wonder if Bill Belichick has one timeout in hand if he's going to try to do the old ice him mm-hmm. and freeze the kicker here. But let's see because Zerline, again, same direction, a couple yards closer uh, this time, but he didn't miss it the last time. This time it is up. And it is good. So with 20 ticks in regulation, Eric, you might be doing some overtime, my friend. Because guess what? On the green zone, that's all we do is overtime. <laughs> so, Eric, what would you hey, make of the clock management and everything else you've seen in the last four minutes of a crazy fourth quarter? Yeah, it's been a little bit while. First of all, how about that throw by Dak to Cedric Wilson on fourth and four? <laughs> Huge completion on the far sideline. I mean, just tremendous stuff. You know, Dak Prescott's played a, a terrific game, but... Certainly McCarthy's play calling is going to come into some question, especially that fourth and a short two that, that we just described a few minutes ago that they passed up. But they probably getting to overtime here unless New England runs this back. You don't think they're going to – this isn't Tom Brady, right? I don't think they're going to let him uh, take the ball unless something really fluky happens on the, uh, the ensuing kickoff here. So 29 all. Remember, we did have a 29-29 tie a few years back up in Lambeau, I believe, Packers and oh, Vikings yeah. in a Week 2 game. So – uh, I, the way this thing is gone, a tie feels uh, apropos somehow. I don't know. I don't know how. Absolutely. Well, insane. question for the panel here: Dallas left twenty seconds on the clock. Why are you not running this down, then taking your timeout? Because you have left New England does have one timeout. Bill Belichick, you mentioned Dave, he did not elect to use no. it here because he's like, well, maybe I've got a chance here. Twenty seconds, I get a decent return. So New England's going to have a timeout to work with here. Twenty seconds. And, and left Matt to go. Jones is not on the sidelines, ready to take a knee. He's he just threw a seventy-five yarder. Right, he's, he's warming up over there. So maybe that could come back to bite the, the Cowboys here. Let's find out in the last twenty seconds of regulation. But again, and, and it's not in overtime yet. But I will say it again: every time we have an overtime game, which is every week, we got to switch the rules because we saw it play out in Carolina earlier today. Mm-hmm. The flip of a coin could decide your your fate. And the Vikings got the ball first in overtime. And went right down the field, scored a touchdown, game over. I don't think that that's an uh, appropriate way to have games decided that are tied going to an overtime where mm-hmm. the coin toss 
you might not have the opportunity to get the ball back. By the way, let's reset this final score now in Denver, 34-24, Raiders as the outright underdog winner, and the over easily gets there. Silver and black, 4-2 and two on the season. Great win for the Raiders going on the road after the week they had. It looks like they're going to do an inside handoff here and gain about five yards, and I believe that means the Cowboys, well, they have no choice. They're going to go to overtime yeah. now because the Cowboys only had one timeout. That's- Interesting call there by Belichick to not take a shot. Yeah, you said all we do is overtime here. That's the 10th one of the season here in the National Football League. We are in week six. So, yeah, he did not want to chance it. And basically, like, if you are a better on the New England Patriots like me, you you want to win the toss. This is not college football. It's like, okay, we defer because you want to know what you have because you're guaranteed to get the ball back. In the NFL, you want to win the toss here because obviously you get a touchdown game over. If you get a field goal, like let's say New England gets a toss and gets a field goal, Dallas has a chance to not only tie, but also a chance to win, but you're still going to cover town on New England. So, you know, if you're a Pats backer or whoever you're backing, you want to win the toss here and obviously take the football first. But as a, as a better, and this is why I think it's it's got to be a, something the competition committee, and it's not for gambling purposes, it's for fairness purposes. But now your fate, Wes, could be tied to a coin toss. Mm-hmm. And if the Cowboys get the ball with the relative ease they've moved the football, there's a pretty good chance if they get the ball first, they're going to score a touchdown and win the game. And if I'm a Patriot backer and I'm getting three, three and a half, four, that's a terrible way to potentially yeah. lose, a, lose a play uh, like Carolina. It just doesn't seem like in the spirit of fairness when you've played 60 minutes to a draw mm-hmm. that a coin toss could ultimately mean I never get a chance right. in that extra period. The competition committee, again, needs to address this and how it hasn't been addressed to this point i have no earthly idea how this has been able to keep continuing tails just failed dak prescott because that is what he called it his heads new england will get the ball first which is uh good news obviously what you got to do if you're a patriots backer you got to avoid that sack fumble or that pick six but you won the coin toss and that's at least half the battle getting this underdog home again when i had carolina earlier in the day i was like please get the coin toss they didn't get it and i had no chance it's such a it's a, it's a bizarre feeling for again a 10 minute overtime session that you might not get the ball back there's always that chance or if you do it could be with just a, a few ticks left on the clock i mean we've had 8 minute drives certainly in the nfl each and every sunday and the Patriots are the type of team that likes to grind those type of possessions out let's see how this goes down in overtime but again I really don't care which side you have here. I hope you could understand why this feels like it is not a fair system. It isn't. Uh, that the NFL has employed I've always said, look, both teams should get the ball right at midfield. Because that at least forces you to make a first down. It's sure. like in college, you give them first and 10 on the 25. I and like it's like if style. you have a competent kicker, then you can kick a field goal. That's why they've had to change this to make you go for those little two-point conversions at the three-yard line because they don't want these seven, eight overtime games. But I feel like in the NFL, at least some strategy involved, give both teams a ball right on the logo, right at midfield, and see what they can do. I think it's a great idea. Here's what we're going to propose right here from the green zone to the NFL. Okay, so Roger Goodell, I hope you're listening. Here's what Wes and I propose. Each team gets a possession. We start it at the 50. Whatever you get in that first possession, if you get zip. Three, six, seven, or eight. Okay, that's what you get. The other team then has the one chance mm-hmm. to start at the 50 and do the same. If we're still tied, win or take all in the next possession. By the way, you can still do in-game money line betting at BetMGM. Minus 110 coin flip on both sides. Okay, and again, uh, in that overtime, Roger Goodell, it will not be time. There will be no time mm-hmm. in an overtime. We will have a winner. No clock should be used in an overtime period. Okay. Patriots fans, Cowboy fans, we're not done. Come on back. We have more to get to. We're still playing football in New England. It's still the Green Zone. Week 6, right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. 
I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Sign up today at BetMGM and enjoy the thrill of victory on your very first bet. The King of Sportsbooks welcomes you to showtime with the lock of the year. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any pro football game, and if any team scores a touchdown on Sunday, you're going to win 200 in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use the bonus code VSIN200 when you make your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Enjoy football like never before with BetMGM's live betting options, boosted odds specials, and daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use the bonus code VSIN200 to win 200 in free bets if any pro football team simply scores a touchdown on Sunday. New customer offer, paid and free bets, eligible restrictions to apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Back here on the green zone, or should I say the sweat zone, with West Reynolds. I am Dave Ross. Whoa. Cowboys got to stop in overtime. Fourth and three for the Patriots around midfield, about their own 45. They decided to punt the football away, so the Cowboys have the ball down first and 10. At their own 35, next score in this game mm-hmm. wins. Seven minutes to go in overtime. Cowboys, by the way, now with that first down, minus 250 at BetMGM, $2 on the plus side for the Patriots. All right, let's see if the Cowboys can get in position for a Zerline field goal. In the interim, as we wait, we go back to the good doctor, Dr. Terrell Julian. He's the chief of orthopedic surgery at Kaiser Permanente Mid-Atlantic. And, Dr. Julian, we saw this Browns team get beat up, not just on the scoreboard, but on the playing field today, and already without Nick Chubb this week, you see Kareem Hunt go down. And, and Doc, again, I'm not a doctor like you, but I observed the body language, and it didn't look good from Kareem Hunt's perspective. What did you make of that injury, and what do you think of the short-term prognosis that you might be able to glean? Yeah, well, happy week six, guys. Uh, this big, the biggest injury was definitely Kareem Hunt. We saw him grasp at his lower leg area during a play in the fourth quarter. So given he was unable to bear weight and judging from the tears on his face when he was carted off, this points to either an Achilles injury or possibly a very bad calf injury. If this is a calf injury, he's likely going to be week to week, and I do not expect him on Thursday. If this is an Achilles tendon injury, this is a lot more serious. So we saw Brandon Graham of the Eagles as well as Richard Sherman suffer the same injury. If it is an Achilles tendon injury, this is season-ending. Okay. Now, uh, so can- for fast- yep. go ahead, doctor. I'm sorry. I was going to say for fast twitch skill players, um, this is really difficult to return from. We're looking at nine months from the date of injury. In addition, roughly 26% of running backs fail to return, and we can expect a net decrease of 22% of their power rating if they do return. 
We're just getting an update here, by the way, on the post-game presser from Kevin Stefanski, saying it is not a, or oh. that it wasn't Achilles-related. Obviously, goodness. we will wait for the official report from a medical professional, but calf injury, as Dr. Julian pointed out, for Kareem Hunt. Also, uh, Baker Mayfield, we saw that shoulder injury, but he did return to the game. So, Doc, again, very quickly, uh, in closing here, because the Browns do have that quick turnaround against the Broncos on Thursday night. Either way, you do not expect to see a Kareem Hunt out there on the football field on Thursday, correct? I don't expect him out there. If he does, lots of decoys, very limited playing for them. Okay, great updates as always from Dr. Terrell Julian, the Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Kaiser Permanente Mid-Atlantic. Thanks, Doc, for the information. We'll catch up with you next week right back here in the Green Zone. All right, guys. Have a good one. We'll see you Thank next you, week. doctor. Okay, we're watching the end of this Cowboy and Patriot game. What we think will be the end of this Cowboy Patriot game because it's been uh, it's been with us for the whole four hours here in the afternoon session of games. And right now, the Cowboys have a first down about midfield, uh, five minutes to go in overtime. And again, I bring up the time because time mm-hmm. can become an issue. We've seen it in overtime games so far this year. We have not had one end in a tie yet. Eric at home. What do you make of the Patriots' decision to go ahead and punt that football? Wes and I thought about it and thought, well, could have been a green-white-go scenario for the Patriots. What'd you make of it? Yeah, they've been pretty passive, not only in this game, but all season long. And so when they had the ball, you know, at their own 46, I think it was a fourth and three, correct me if I'm wrong, it was really borderline, right? We saw them attempt a long field goal in the Tampa game at the end of that one. You know, it was, I think, a very similar type of situation, fourth and three as well. So, you know, this is kind of the way they've been playing it. I know the analytics folks will say this is not the way you try to win games. This is not how Bill Belichick typically has done it in the past, but it's a different team right now. And Dallas has moved into field goal range. Of course, you know, they they have the, the second possession in this overtime. So, obviously, this is crucial for New England here. But, yeah, very interesting uh Game management game as, as we sit back and uh, decide how these two head coaches played certain situations. I think you have criticism on both sides right now. I think that's fair. And, Eric, in case we run out of time here, we're going to thank you for your coverage today. Of course, does a great job on Yahoo, but it looks like the Cowboys just ended this football game. So we'll go back to Eric Edholm because it is over. Mm. And, wow, this is rip your heart out time if you're a Patriot backer. Eric Edholm, Dak Prescott. He's going to be on the short list here of MVP candidates right now. I do believe his number is plus 650. That's going to go down after. You see the sportsbook right here at Circa right behind us. This is a live shot of the Circa Sportsbook as the Cowboys have ended it. Eric Edholm one last time. Jerry Jones celebrating in the owner's box in New England as the Cowboys get this win by six. Dak Prescott just threw it up there, and number 88 went and got it. Sure did, uh, and, and C.D. Lamb really took over in the second half. He had the, the one-yard touchdown earlier and then separated from coverage against the banged-up New England secondary. 35-21 is your final in overtime. It went over. The Cowboys covered the spread, you know, just like we thought it would go, right? I mean, no twists and turns along the way. My <laughs> goodness. This was a fascinating football game on a number of levels, back and forth, pretty much from about the mid-fourth quarter on. It was total bananas. But uh, Cowboys now won five straight, five and one, only lost on opening night to the uh, defending world champions. Quite a run here. Again, thank you to Eric Edholm. Follow him on Twitter as I do at Eric underscore Edholm. 35-29. Wes, this is the point, again, in overtime, where you and I, I think, both thought, and again, I don't care what your take is on analytics. My take is on how the flow of the game is going. And to me, I thought that was a go-for-it scenario for Bill Belichick Mm -hmm. at fourth and three at about the 46. Not at his own 39 like McCarthy did in the first quarter. I'm never going for it there. I'm going to punt the football and see how the game plays out, right? You're forcing the issue too much early. Here, Belichick, it surprises me. And to Eric's point, both coaches, you can have scrutiny on both sides. But to me, Wes, that was a, I'm going to give it back to Dallas in overtime. We haven't really stopped them all day. They only needed three for the win to get the six. To me, that was Belichick trusting his defense too much in that scenario. Well, I know he didn't want to give him a short field, but uh, by, and by the way, Cowboys not only get the win, but they, the cover hurts yep. my feeling. So uh, good day for the betting public. Good day for what you want to call the squares. And look, sometimes the squares win. Yep. You know, that's going to happen. And and look, uh, somebody was tweeting me, Vegas has to be getting rocked the last two weeks. Look. They're going to have the lights on. They're going to be open tomorrow night. But, uh, you know, I'm a little more rocked than these guys right. are, believe, believe it. So, uh, you know, 
you know, tough way to lose, but that's the breaks. You got to move on and 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 got to deal with it. So, uh, you know, had the best had the best number of the week too in pocket at four and a half. Four and a half so right. you know, when when they got the when they uh, when they got the two there, it's like okay, and they went up three. Then it's like okay, if the Cowboys win by four in regulation, I still win in pocket, but not in the contest. So uh, lose both. Cowboys still undefeated against the number at six and zero oh against the spread. Can't fade them off this win either because they have a bye week. And again, remember if you if you had the uh, the total in this one, it, this game was seventeen fourteen in the fourth quarter, so it's looking like a dead under play. And I kept saying you see these crazy scenarios. Once it got to twenty to fourteen, and then twenty one twenty, I started to think, okay, now the Cowboys come back, score, get the two point conversion, Patriots score, start doing that math in your head. It didn't play out like that. They played out, they got the pick six, they missed the two, then the Patriots score, get the two, which enables the Cowboys to come down to get the field goal. For the, so all of these sequence of events happen, and again, for some, it's the, the one of the better wins they're going to have. For others, it's going to be a terrible beat. But again, there is some questions to go around for how this game played out from a coaching standpoint. And I know Bill Belichick, six Super Bowl rings. He's not above reproach. In this new age of football, and people are going to be discussing well, that he, punt he shouldn't. He shouldn't have tried to kick that field goal either against Tampa Bay on Sunday night a couple weeks ago. There Four from three. It's kind of like you got to go for it. That field goal is too long in bad weather, kind of a nasty, drizzling rain all night in Foxborough Stadium. So, look, when when he can go and, and put the two fists out there sure. with the reins like Radio Raheem and do the right thing, <laughs> then, you know, all the Twitter critics can shut the hell up and he can say that. But... That was a wrong decision a couple weeks ago. And also, uh, look, you know, you were just hanging on for if you had New England like I did. Uh, They just, uh, you know, didn't expect to lose like that. Thought the Cowboys might keep running the ball a little bit and just then just try to get as close as they can. But he takes a shot. It's man coverage one on one. And there's your touchdown. And uh, New England backers uh, get their hearts ripped out. Absolutely. 35-29 is the final. And again, uh, arguably the game of the day. But two games did go to overtime. And again, touchdowns decided those overtimes with the Vikings scoring a touchdown in Carolina. So that was a heartbreak for some. I know for me being on the Carolina side. And then this one for Wes with the Patriots side there. So this is what happens when these games go to overtime. It's never quite over until it is, in fact, just that. Don't go anywhere. Because uh, Brady Cannon is in studio. James Salinas will be with him. Got you all covered for the NFL. The Steelers, one more game to get to tonight. They are laying five against Seattle. And, then, of course, the Bills, five-and-a-half-point favorites on the road tomorrow night against the Titans. A wild week six. It continues. It was the Green Zone. Thanks for joining us right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex-
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. 